Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Don't know what you've heard. Don't know what you've heard. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast, bringing you the best in pop culture and entertainment. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pop.culture or on Twitter at Papa O'Mino. I'm joined by my co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today? I am doing good. How are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm tired. It's been, I don't know, it's back. I'm starting to do, have to do work. I should have done anything for like two weeks. And it's hard to get back in that mode so i'm just trying to find the energy for that um and it's not going well i'm not gonna lie to you so but eventually i'll get, get back to it did do you do you have to work the whole time like did you just go back now no i came back on monday i think of, no no tuesday of last week tuesday of last week this is the second week tuesday of last week i came back from vacation, but I was offered two weeks straight, so it was actually pretty good. I love that I didn't do like anything for New Year's, and almost everyone that I know didn't do anything for New Year's. I've always hated New Year's like so much. It's the worst day out of every single, every possible day. Like I dread it every time. Like as soon as Christmas is over, I'm just like fuck New Year's. And then if you don't want to do everything, anything, everyone always like treats you like you're such a weirdo. So even when I was like 20, I hated New Year's. Uh, but like at least I like it now because now lots of people don't do shit. Like either people have kids, people don't want to spend the money. Like I talked to like a bunch of my friends were, were like, I was asleep before it even happened and stuff. So that was the good news because I just... <laughs> Like, I honestly, I honestly, honestly fucking hate New Year's. Like, there's 
nothing good. About, I, I don't understand. It's like, not that bad. It's the worst, man. Because you have to spend like you have to spend either you have to spend so much money. Like people. That's if you go out though. It's terrible if you go out for sure. I agree with that sentiment because I remember a couple years in when I was in my twenties, going out to parties was always the worst. Either we wouldn't get into the club because we got there too late, or someone was way too drunk and like passed out before you could even get to the party. I got. I, I remember one year I actually got stuck downtown because everything was a mess from the start. Me and my friends we couldn't get into the club, so we actually spent New Year's in the line. And it was 12 o'clock and they did the countdown in the line. Yeah. And then we were just like, yo, fuck this. There's no point in just staying here and trying to get into this club. We might as well just go around and walk around the city. So we did that. But one of the girls that we came with, she was she was way too drunk. And the issue was she was on some kind of medication that she wasn't supposed to be drinking with. So <laughs> she ended up getting blackout and lost in some alleyway or something like that. And then her friends had to go find her. Um, and yeah, me and my boys just got like separated and stuff. So it was me and one of my other boys and we just like walked the city and like, I ended up seeing some people that I knew, which is kind of cool. But outside of that, it was an absolute mess. And then that night I couldn't even get home because the train, by the time the train was leaving, we were way too late for it. So me and him had to sleep in some random business building <laughs> and hope that like no one jacked us or anything like that so we stayed there the next day till six in the morning and then caught the early uh train back home yeah fucking news it's terrible bro i had to fucking one night it snowed and i got stuck too and i had to sleep and i was in the sketches area i had to put my foot against like you know the banks like the atm area like you go inside the banks yeah, like a bank, but like where the just where the ATM is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That so small to, entrance, yeah. Yeah, I had to go in there and then shove my foot though against the door so no homeless person would come in. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> I would have died outside. So you were homeless essentially. Yeah, for, I was for one year. Yeah, I was sleeping out there. I had to put my foot like against the thing so no homeless people would like come and whatever. And it was snowing. I would have died out there. There's no phones. No cabs were taking anyone anywhere. And then what else? Like, I remember when we were, like, 1920, like, our first New Year's, like, going downtown, all the boys. Like, we put on full suits. Like, there was, like, 18 of us. And we all had, like, dress pants and, like, a tie on and all of that. And I was like, like, what the fuck is even that? And then we go out. The night was such shit. Like, you're with all the boys. Like, the, the countdown hour. And, like, that time when they count down, if you're not around a girl, it's so awkward. And then if you are... <laughs> When you're, if, when you're younger, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then if you are around a girl, though, too, and it's just like, you know. Like, you know well, it's pretty, much a, it's pretty much a guaranteed free kiss at that point. <laughs> I mean, but still, what if she doesn't want it, man? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a risk there and stuff. So just like, just everything about it is, I don't know. I remember one time, too, we took a party bus, and <laughs> the most terrible thing that we ever did. We were like 1920 again here too, and this was New Year's, and we we're going to somewhere. And one of the kids was so drunk, he like couldn't even walk. He was like throwing up, and we're like, "Fuck, we don't want him to ruin the night." So we put him in the corner and just put all our coats on top of him, and like forget that he's there for like three hours. He could have like died. Like, yeah, that's what? terrible. Y'all yeah, could have got a charge. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, what the? Fuck? I don't know why that didn't occur to any of you guys who <laughs> yeah, were on that. Bus. It occurs to me every single day now. Like, he was like, like, we just put coats on top of him and forgot about him for like three hours. It's like he could have easily died. And I've just, done like, some dumb shit when I was drunk and young. 
I don't think I've ever come close to killing somebody <laughs> by doing that. Oh, I have. There's times where I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to jail. This guy's dead for sure. And then it's a, he ends up being okay. But like, yeah, it just does. Does anyone like New Year's? I've never heard anyone say they like. I've had I've had great New Year's though. The ones that are good are when you have if you have a party, a small get together, or someone you're at someone's house. That's when it's a good time because then it's a more controlled environment. It's just a couple people. You're drinking. You're like meeting new people and stuff like that. Yeah, but in that situation, it's usually a good time. But if you end up going out, it's when you go out that it's shit because the prices are overrated. So you get charged way too much for a night that would never cost that much. And then people want to start stunting and being like bottle showers and all that too. So you end up spending like thousands of dollars on a booth or whatever and then splitting it with your friends. And then, like I said, everyone else is just way too drunk and it just becomes a huge mess. So if you go out, it's usually going to be a bad time unless unless you go to – one of these classy, like an older type bar. Like if you go to like a classy older type bar, it's usually going to be pretty decent at that point. But when you're younger, you're usually cho- choosing the turned up clubs and all that shit, and then that turns to a huge mess. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. Like even just think what, like, oh, being nineteen, twenty, you're such fucking idiots. Like, but it's it's New Year's. It's the th- concept that comes with it too, though. The New Year, and it's like so I have to reflect back on the year before, and it's like fuck you, fucking idiot, you fucked up. And then it's like, oh, a new year's coming where it's just like everything about it, even like the concept of New Year's, I hate, I loathe. Like it's now. It's well, yeah, because it makes you look at yourself in the mirror. I actually enjoy it because it's, it's, it's a fresh start. But I can understand why someone like you would not like it. So, But it's also so far away, man. Like Now it makes it's, it 2008. It's really. So, no, 2008, so far away because I have to say it's 2023. That's insane. Like, oh yeah, in terms of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, there's no positivity with the new year too. And then the New Year's resolution, you have to do it in the like the middle of the winter time. Like, what a terrible time to like make life changes. Yeah, when it's cold, it's not really the greatest time to (laughs) to start doing some of the stuff that you want to do for the year. But there's there's some that is that is (laughs) beneficial because you're cooped up in your house most of the time. So there's certain things that you can get started at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been in the gym yet? Yeah, I went. Uh, I've I've was been going it, to the gym. I didn't really take a break from the gym. I took one week off pretty much from the gym. Was it packed? I've gone. So I've changed my routine because I used to go to the gym at six in the morning, but I've kind of realized that from this holiday, I really need to sleep in. Like sleeping in is way more beneficial for me than it is to go to the gym very early. So I've stopped going super early now. I go. I go on my lunch break essentially. Um, yeah but it's yeah it's been pretty packed so far there's definitely people who i don't think i've ever seen in that gym before that are there but that happens every year like people are going to be there for the first two months and then once february like 25th comes then they give up and they won't be there anymore so i'm I'm not pissed about it but i like to walk around the gym and be like you're gonna quit soon you're gonna quit i'll never (laughs) i i I, I mentally do that too there is a part of me in my brain that's like yeah you're not gonna be here in the next few weeks for sure but i just i mean there's definitely some people i'm like yeah i i I congratulate you for coming through here like i i I hope that you're able to continue this journey but there are some (laughs) people there are some people who i'm definitely thinking you're not gonna make it for the rest yeah imagine being that person though like there's people that do that every single year like they're like in their 40s and they've been doing it since they're like 20 something like i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna go to the gym and get in shape this year like oh man that would just i don't know that would just 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 give up maybe no i think you just people just need to recalibrate or retrain their mind on how to 
create like habits and stuff like that. I've actually been reading a book about atomic habits and stuff. Or um, swallow a bullet. So. <laughs> it's it's hard to because we, we already run on autopilot. Like a lot of the things we learn, we already do automatically. So it's hard to make a drastic change. Like be, creating a habit is a huge huge change and like it takes a lot of energy to to get it oh yeah this nigga's reading a new book for sure (laughs) so that that's why a lot of people who start every year like they'll do it for the first two months and then they end up giving up because it's it's not an easy thing to do but there are ways to make it easier and free able to this guy has the book open to his favorite fucking page right now yo it's a sick book man i've been i've actually been meaning to read it but um yeah it's it sold like millions of copies i was like oh shit I, i gotta start reading this shit but yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah, it's been good. My my break was good, and I actually I actually enjoyed my New Year's because I went to a party with one of my best friends. But we went, to, so I was his plus one. So he was already someone's plus one, and I was his <laughs> plus one. So I get got, got to meet a bunch of new people, and it was chill. It wasn't anything high pressure, like a like a major party or anything like that. It was just a bunch of chill people just celebrating the New Year. So it was good in that sense. But I didn't hear. I didn't really hear anyone having any plans. Like I've, I've messaged a couple people being like, Oh, what are you doing? And no one really had plans. Um, I actually saw a call in over the break too. So I was trying to see what his plans were and he didn't oh, really? have any either. Yeah. So him, him, yeah, he was in Toronto for a bit. Him and Ben didn't really have plans either. So a lot of people that I knew, they just didn't really have plans that call him just on a mystery kind of fucking trip. <laughs> like that guy's always just on a side mission. He's just like, yeah, he's, just, uh, he's a character for sure. Just trying to just he's just trying to smash all the puss in the world is essentially. Man, that guy's his, the his funniest. Goal. Like, I, <laughs> I don't that's know if he's, he like he's a real person. Like, just yeah, that's the thing. Like, Colin isn't really, but it's hilarious. Like, I love it because like he's not a real person, but at the same time, too, there's times where he's asking me stuff, and I'm like, bro, I have life to deal with. Like, yeah. I can't just I can't just pick up and do some of the stuff that you're asking me to do, but. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I like. I'll just be talking to him. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm in England in school right now. Like, I'm like, what? Like, wh- what? Like, what the fuck? Like, where'd that come from and stuff? And then, like, the next one, he'll be like, hey, he's like, are you in Toronto right now? And, and I'm like, like, is, are you actually a, like a real person? Like, I just picture him walking down the street and like, just like every day, he'll just go for a beer, like all all the way uptown just by himself instead of just like this person can't actually exists like he's just a figment of my imagination yeah he moves on he moves on his own terms yeah he does he does not follow anyone else's beat of the drum but <laughs> yeah it's wild but that's another thing too you mentioned this people need to stop asking me if you're in toronto because you're not and i don't know why everyone always asks me they're like where's Gabe? I'm like he doesn't live in this city like i don't know why people ask me that all the time like, like, like in my friends wait say it again like who just people I know in general, like okay. anyone who listens to the podcast or just knows just knows of you, I guess. They'll be like, Where, where's Gabe at? Is, is he in Toronto? I'm like, no, he doesn't live here. Like, Colin was one who asked me. He was like, oh, invite, <laughs> invite Gabe. Like, before your we meeting, he's like, invite Gabe. I'm like, he doesn't live here. Like, he hasn't lived here for the last three years. So, Colin just says, where is he? So, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't actually, like, take the words in that i say like call in like what like it doesn't, yeah, 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 it doesn't like yeah. go into his head like he'll ask you the same thing two days from <laughs> but yeah it was, a, it was a good break i also took a social media break and I, I think i cracked the code so why what's that i just don't I, i'm not i'm not i'm not doing engagement i don't think i'm gonna do engagement this year i was actually really close to just giving up everything because honestly after those two weeks i was so 
like happy about not being on social because I just didn't care about anyone else's bullshit on social media. But now I just realized I'm just like to continue my page, I guess, because that was one thing I missed about it was like not posting on my page. Yeah, but I just realized I'm just not going to engage. There's no need. I'll just post my shit, hop off. Like I don't need to be on to scroll and see other people's stuff on there. It's just it's such a waste of time. Like when I took the break, I realized how much more time I have in like a day without engaging on social media. It's yeah. it's actually insane. Like to like even these. I don't know how fast this year has felt for other people so far. Like we're already in January 12th, but it doesn't feel fast for me so far. Like to this day, it's. I don't know. Just keep it like January 12th seems like a normal day to me. And normally I feel like it would feel like this year is kind of already starting to fly by fast, but I don't know if that's necessarily true, but at least for me, the days have just been super long. Like each day I've, it's, I'm doing something different as well too. And like I picked up a bunch of different hobbies and stuff to do. Like you, you get, you just get so much time back from not being on social media 24 seven. So yeah, I just realized I'm just going to start posting and then just hop off. Like if people message me, I'll just get to the messages when I get to them. It's not like that big of a deal. But. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do what uh what makes you what what's healthy for you, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, is and then, like honestly, this is what I get in this This is what like I get in this conversation all the time. Like I met this girl who, like, she's big on TikTok or whatever, and like so many people who whose life, like, they need to be on social, right? Like, the career is based off that. Uh, like for me, I don't have to be on my own, but I have to be on like other people's and stuff like that. And like, and you can tell though the people who's like they they need it and their career like depend on it uh, is just like they they're stuck like they're they're just stuck there they're, like they know it's bad for their brain, but it's like I need it. I, I this is my like career. This is my life now. So like, if I could go back in time now, I would really really consider. Like, because if you're going to work in, like, PR and even journalism and stuff, like, you have to have to be, like, deeply ingrained in social media. And I think they, honestly, I think they should tell, like, almost, like, warn you and stuff, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the dangers to your health and your brain and your yeah, anxiety yeah, and like, depression and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I think kids and stuff should start, should consider that once they, like, if you're going to go into social or public relations and stuff like that, like remember this part of it like for 20 years if you succeed you're gonna be on that shit 24 7 you know what i mean and like yeah i never really thought about that like once i first started going to journalism school i was like okay you're gonna have to get addicted to twitter if you want to be a journalist you know what i mean um so it's kind of like kind of like that too and this girl fucking fully makes her life off like tiktoks imagine having to pop out a tiktok every day like you're like okay how am i gonna talk to myself now you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's all it is, too. It's like you do those stupid, like, cuts where it's like, hey, da-da-da, and then you cut it again, and it's like, oh, but what if I, uh, you're, like, how do you not feel like an insane person? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you're sitting in your room, and you're talking to yourself, like, 15 different times, and then cutting it, like, so it looks like you're talking to someone else, and you're doing that day after day. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people who definitely find some enjoyment to it if you have a certain, like demographic or content that you you actually enjoy doing i feel people who do art and they post theirs and stuff like that they probably enjoy being on social and and don't really mind it that much but i think people who do certain types of content like making those videos constantly like yeah you're i I like shout out to them you made your career off of it and you make money like that's a great thing because you don't have to do a regular nine to five but i definitely think that there is an aspect to you that a lot of those people that i meet i don't really find them to be 
cool people in pre- in like person. Like, yeah. In actuality, when I meet them and talk to them, they're not people who you want to have like discussions with, really, or like or talk to in that kind of sense. They they they're so focused on always making content that that's all they can kind of wrap their brain around. It kind of gets annoying to yeah. like be around those people. I- I was so. listening to this one guy who was like, whatever, he worked on, he's like big on like one of the sports media and stuff now. And he's like talking about it. And he's like, well, I was doing this in like high school. He was like talking, he's like, I sacrificed everything. Like I didn't have one single friend in college, da, 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 da. He's like, but I'm here now. I'm like, bro, that sounds kind of like depressing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's like, he's like, I gave up like, I, like every day. And so he's like, I didn't have a friend in high school. And then in college, like, da, 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 like for his career, it's like, okay cool but like you missed out on like all the formative shit that was kind of makes you a normal person like great you have a successful career but there's lots of people who are successful and had wonderful wonderful like college and friendships and stuff too you know what i mean so um it's just like some of that shit's just funny to me yeah i I think at the end of the day just all depends on what makes you satisfied with the type of life you're living so yeah, for me, I don't know. Just taking the two weeks off, or it was just, I don't know, it was, re- it was like reformative. So I, sp- I spent a lot of my time uh, with family and friends over the break, too. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, well, yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the show. I think that's enough of us rambling. This is episode 154 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Oh my God, I haven't done this intro in a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As always, you guys can do us a favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast. It really helps us grow. You can find us on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Reasons FM, and now iHeartRadio. Uh, the first story I kind of want to get into is the Drake saga. So I guess over the break, there's been quite a few things that have been happening with Drizzy Drake. One of them being that he got caught taking a photo with Miss Croatia from the World Cup. Um, and we're going to start off light here because the next topic's a little bit dark, but he got caught with a photo of Miss Croatia. And I don't know the internet, at least from what I saw, like I said, I'm not really on the internet that much, but the comments that I saw about this one photo were just saying that, you know, Drake is that guy. He's got Riz. He's able to, you know, smash all these girls, da, da, da. And to me, I don't know why, but like, I just found that weird. I think like, the internet thinks that a photo op automatically means that he smashed. Now, I'm not saying that he didn't smash. It's possible that he did because he's got a huge roster and like um, a list of women who are absolutely gorgeous that he's been with. But I don't think that taking a photo with a girl automatically means that he smashed the chick. Like she's not. Yeah. She's not. She's she's definitely a regular woman. She just got caught on the broadcast of the World Cup and like she looked very attractive. So yeah. If she did give it up, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. But I don't get why a lot of guys think that just because Drake's rich and famous automatically means that every girl he's taken a photo with that he smashed. Like by that logic, to me, it just sounds like they would want to have sex with Drake. And then that's just kind of weird. So it's like I don't know why they think that automatically, but it's you those, know. because those guys don't know like they don't interact with women. They don't know how it goes and stuff. Like they think like just be man, okay, this is one of the things this happens even with normal niggas' lives and stuff, like when we were in the sports journalism program and that, like, I'd be walk like, whatever, I'd be, like, talking to this girl, and we come around the corner, just, like, da-da-da, and then you walk around some of those guys from our program, like, you know some of them, like, 
those nerdy guys. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't drop no names, but I know what yeah, you they're mean. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, did you, like, what were you guys doing in the library? Like, reading, studying, what the fuck do you think we were doing? Like, <laughs> like you know, it's always those Having guys, a full-on like, porno. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like what, like, what possibly do you think we could be doing? And in their head, it, it, it like, it was possible that we were just in the library hooking up. Like, like what are you even thinking? And there's so many, like, just, just there's so many males and, like, guys who just haven't had experiences with women or, like, talk to them and or friendships or even have hooked up with them to know what that actually looks like that they think like everything in their brain has to be a sexual thing and stuff like that as well and the people who set up these photo ops though know that too like miss croatia's team knows that now drake's like team knows that there'll be a bunch of people on six buzz being like oh they smash and stuff like that yeah too. yeah yeah it's it's a combination of them knowing exactly what they're doing and then, like, you notice it, it's always the guys, too. It's not the girls. Like, guys, like, they don't they don't have these experiences. So then they just have such a warped idea of, uh, of, of what, what goes on. Yeah. yeah, that it has, that it always has to be sexual and stuff like that, too. And, like, it's just, yeah. And so it just makes for the perfect, um, it makes for the perfect combination of shit, too. And obviously, we just, you just. It's got worse than ever, too, I've noticed. Like, on the internet, with just, oh, like, yeah. men who don't understand and who haven't had, like, relationships of any type with women, and they just have such a warped I- warped idea of what those look like and stuff, too, or what women want and all of that stuff. So it's just starting to carry over to, that, to shit like that with Drake. Yeah, I think it's even worse now because anyone on YouTube is considered a celebrity these days. So anyone can be essentially famous and rich now and you see it more than you did in the past. Like it's way more in your face now because you're online. So they just automatically assume that you're rich and famous. You can pretty much get any type of woman that you desire at that point, which isn't the case because there's tons of guys who I know who are either good looking or have money and still aren't really able to pull women or at least the women that they want to pull, they can't pull, but they'll be able to like, I guess pay for whatever they want to pay for in that situation. Um, yeah, I think I, I, with that shit, it's just like they know what they're what they're doing. It's the photo op, like whatever. It gets them both publicity. And- yeah, it's na- it's it's natural, like it's human nature to assume that someone's a couple when you see them together, or like that they're that they're in some kind of romantic relationship when you see them. Like if you, if I see a guy and a girl walking down the street, probably I'd say eighty percent of the time I'm assuming that they're together. Um, a first look, like just off a of first glance. If I continue to look at them and I see like their behavior, then I kind of can decipher. Okay, they're probably friends or something like that. But off first glance, I automatically assume that they're together in some kind of capacity. So I, I understand yeah. that aspect of it. Like that's just natural human nature. But then, yeah, it's weird that these guys take it to that other level where it's like, oh, everything has to be like sexual type thing. Because I posted tons of photos of girls that I haven't smashed, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just funny how. Uh weird how that works too and like obviously like stuff like that just formulated brand building but then yeah it's just I, it's honestly almost kind of sad that like so many guys just haven't had that experience and stuff and or that they can't that they can't, like you said you can tell like a normal guy can be able, like you can watch a girl and guy interact for two minutes and you could call it exactly like i could see it like huh they've never hooked up before like they're not dating or whatever like yeah she likes him but he doesn't he doesn't even notice you know whatever and so many guys just like will look at it and right away they just see fucking and then that's it and they're great. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it can't take them any further 
in it. And that's because they haven't had any uh, life oh, experiences man. or been around that and stuff too. And like, I don't know, obviously not to go into different things, but like, just like seeing the shit exposed with like the Andrew Tate stuff and that you like, you realize how many guys are just fucked in the head and just have no idea of how like women and like relations and interactions and stuff actually work and like what benefits you and stuff too so yeah it's just kind of like it's kind of dark but as long as not me well there i mean parent a lot of parents are less involved now and you know there's the whole like absent fatherhood all that type of stuff as well too so that's that's definitely contributes to it and then on top of it now you're learning from the internet because i know i learned a lot of stuff from the internet but luckily i also had an older brother who was able to teach me stuff and there's other like guys that I could look up to and, and learn stuff off of them as well too. But I feel like that's probably less now. Like there's probably more kids who are kind of growing up and learning from just strictly the internet. And cause like when we were growing up, the internet was just, for me, it was just MSN and like the early stages of YouTube yeah. and Facebook and stuff. There weren't these major figures who were streaming and like these major guys on YouTube who you oh, would look up to and like search for and all that stuff. So uh it was either that or like the radio like the radio was still pretty big then too so i, I yeah, guess that's where like, like you learned something me it was just i was yeah like i never at 16 17 i was never listening to someone else talk about women or how to do like it was i was out there running around figuring it out on my own type of thing you know what i mean i'm like oh this is how like that girl didn't like when i pulled her hair and called her a bitch like that's not, <laughs> that's not yo how it took you you had to go that far to figure it out <laughs> i bet when i was young man like i know like, i know i'm just it's just funny though i'm just picturing i'm just picturing like a younger you going through that oh yeah that situation like, well, like i just remember i just being out there it was like day after day like figuring out how to hot like just no no but that, that's true though that's some stuff that we would do at 16 like i remember i, I would like I mean, I don't want to proudly say this, but I would like back in high school. There was definitely a uh, like a way of flirting. Was I like I'd slap girls on the butt, and like they would. It'd be girls that like I know. Obviously, I'm not going to like a random, girl, but like <laughs> when I'm flirting with them, like I'd hit them on the butt or whatever, and then they would like giggle and like look at me and shit like that. So like you kind of like yeah, you test your boundaries on like what you can and can do with flirting and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, it's consensual. I'm like I'm not. This isn't. I don't want to say I was hitting girls on the ass. Who, who like were random and didn't know who I was. I, I remember I'd be like sitting in my locker, like head in my locker. I'm like, okay, you're going to go up to Megan and you're going to say this joke. And I'm like, I'd be sitting there for 10 minutes, like in my locker, like, ha, ha, like, ha, 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 like getting ready and stuff. And then you go into science class, like, ha, for, for, forgot your book again, Megan? Ha, 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 ha. And like walk away. I'm like, oh man, she wants to fuck for sure. <laughs> like, just like the, like the, I had the corniest like jokes ready to go each day, being like, it's the only way I can talk to them. Like, yes, 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 and stuff. But, like, that's that's what you should be going through and stuff, not fucking this bullshit of, like, top G and, like, you need to do this. And, like, I'm 17 years old. Like, you need to have this money and stuff. Like, I had, like, I'm like, hey, I sold my mom's debit card. You want to go get ice cream? Like, that's what you're supposed to be doing, like, out there and stuff. So, it's just, yeah, it's, I don't know. Oh, man. Simple times. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so there was that situation with Drake, and then you know now recently he's actually been uh, listed in the murder of XXX Tentacion. So I'm going to read from Billboard. Uh, defense attorneys for one of the four men charged with the 2018 murder and robbery of XXX Tentacion have listed a handful of notable rappers and celebrities, including Drake, Quavo, Offset, late Migos rapper Takeoff. 
Takashi 69 and Joe Biden as witnesses, according to court documents. The move stems from unsubstantiated internet rumors that swirled following XXX Tentacion's death in connection with the 2017 beef uh, with Drake over what the late artist believed to be a ripoff of flows from his breakout track, Look At Me, on the OVO rapper's KMT song. A year after the drama, a story was posted to XXX Tentacion's Instagram page that read, If anyone tries to kill me, it was Champagne Poppy, taking Drake's <laughs> Instagram handle. XXX Tentacion claimed his account was hacked, and for months later, he was killed in Deerfield Beach, Florida. So, yeah, that's pretty much a wrap-up of it. Like, So this kind of goes back to – I actually wrote about this, and it's actually one of my biggest pieces on my blog, popsculture.ca, if you want to check it out. Um, and I wrote about how the internet came to believe that Drake killed XXX Tentacion. Uh, I wrote that as like – what is it? Well, three years now because we're in 2023. And, yeah, it was just because of the fact that, you know – XXX was accusing Drake of stealing his flow, and Look At Me was a huge song. So XXX came out with Look At Me. It was a major song on SoundCloud. Like, it was blowing up on the streets of the internet, and people were starting to get notoriety of this guy and, like, learning about his music and listening to it. And then they realized, and then I think it was, like, a year later, Drake came out with, um, what's that album where you said you love it, but you think it's one of his best albums, but it's, like, his playlist album. I can't remember called uh i was just listening more to life more life more life yeah, yeah. came out with more life. more life classic <laughs> came out with more life and on it kmt was there in which he used drake used xxx's flow on that and xxx didn't like that and obviously at that point the internet had become or not the internet but there was a cult following for xxx tentacion so they came up to him and well not came up to him but they pretty much called out Drake for stealing his flow and they put the songs back to back together and show people. And they do sound very similar. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if Drake did happen to take it, but you know, it is what it is at that point. So there was a huge beef off of that. And from that beef stemmed a bunch of call outs from X where he was like talking very greasy about Drake's mom. Like he was saying Drake's mom's kind of cute. She could get it. Um, and there was something else that he was like, I think there's another video of him just publicly flirting with her, like saying he'd kiss her and stuff like that. Now, the reason why this is big and like, I think this kind of, I'm not saying this gives motive, but it is something to take note of because as, as a mother's boy myself, like you hold your mom to such a high regard, like a woman who raised you and like as Drake being in a single mother home. His mom raised him, so I'm sure. And he mentions it tons of times on all of his albums how close he is to his mom, how much he loves his mom. You see, whenever he's out doing his photo ops with his mom as well, too. Like, there's just so much like loving care in in those photos and stuff. And he just holds her to such a high regard. So for someone of X's, you know, caliber to come out and just like disrespect your mom publicly like that, like that is a huge red flag on why that would not be something to do. So Drake had a bunch of lyrics on um, some other songs as well, too, that kind of made people think that he was talking about him actually murdering or paying someone to murder X. Um, One of them being on the track I'm Upset, Drake raps, SMS, triple X, that's the only time I ever shoot below the neck. Why you keep on shooting if you know that nigga dead? That's the only kind of shit that gets you some respect. So... On those bars, like you can tell, he's kind of like Drake. What, what I think Drake is actually doing is just he's using his he's using it. 
Yeah, he's using his street cred. He's using his street uh, connections, I guess, to kind of build some street cred for himself because that's always been one of the knocks on him as an artist is that he's this kid who grew up very wealthy and like he never had to go through any of these trials or tribulations or anything like that. And everyone disrespect him for not being hard or being tough. So I think he kind of used that in the I'm Upset verse as well, too. And then there's another song as well, too. I'm going to go back on to Scorpion. Banger. Yeah, mob, mob Ties. He says he's got a lot of ties with the mob and all that stuff. So like that also kind of lends credibility to him being able to have someone to be able to, you know, uh, pull up and shoot. And then there is a lyric where he says, GLE, because Atlanta moving fast, S-class, G-class, a lot of class, in a rocket in the bitch and got no tags, Louis bags in exchange for body bags, which people believe that he was using as a means of being like, oh, Drake paid the shooters and he gave them Louis Vuitton bags, which is what was actually found at XXX's murder scene. Like, there wasn't Louis, there was a Louis bag found there. So, there, yeah, he was, he was kind of using it, but people were kind of putting it back to back um and then yeah even recently on on bs off of her loss like he has that bar where he goes uh fuck i had it pulled up here where is it um oh, i think i changed them uh yeah damn maybe i should do a 20 maybe i should break that 20 do a 10 maybe i should break that 10 do a five then if it gets live do a five again if he held his tongue on that live he'd be live again damn so yeah that bar he's just saying that like if that's a good, xx that's a fucking bar <laughs> it is actually pretty hard but he's just saying that if x hadn't talked <laughs> shit essentially like he would still be alive today essentially so i guess that's what the defense is using in this case and they're trying to pin it on drake like I said, there's no actual credibility because all these are just lyrics and there's nothing tying him to any of the shooters or anything like that. Yo, this shit made me see. So. This made me want to go back now. That's why Hard Drake is better than any other Drake. Now I'm like, <laughs> yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and listen to all these songs because those are all bars. Yeah, I'm Upset, uh, Mob Ties, and On BS are all songs where he's kind of relating to X and that. I'd like to see Drake murder more. <laughs> like that's that's really brings the dog out of him. Uh, was it, but no, obviously, man, uh, these are just Florida goons that got him, and now Drake's sliding on the word that you know why? Why not? You know, like why not make that little Drake is the fucking perfect like publicist, like knows how to do it. Like he can just throw out these indiscriminate like you can't prove that he meant that, and why not? Why not take a little like responsibility? Plus, he's lawyered the fuck up. Like, yeah, he's very manufactured. He can never be touched. This man will never be touched. Like, I don't know about that though. He, I think there. I think there is something coming along the line no, of his. No, this I get. I put my. This man is untouchable. <laughs> all right, like he's got the he. You forget he's half Jewish too. Like. He's I know, like, I know that part. I know there's a, on both teams. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the that's the thing that makes it hard for him to go down. But I mean, Harvey Weinstein went down too. But so. he's p- more powerful than Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey know. Weinstein. Yo, there's a story out there that Dame Dash came in and slapped Harvey Weinstein way back in the day and stuff. Like, yeah, that never came out. Though no one heard about that shit. But I'm just saying. And then, but like Drake is. Like well, Drake got slapped too, though. Yeah, but <laughs> not now. Drake like, now now Drake could fucking have like Diddy thrown under the jet. Like he's more powerful <laughs> than them and stuff too, right? Like he's ascended to full fucking 
you know, like you like evil globe top shit there, right there. Like he'll be like in a couple more years, he'll be as bad as like Jeff Bezos type shit. Like that, this we'll man, we'll, be, we'll see, man. I think like, I think anyone can be anyone can be taken down. As much as I do, no. obviously I don't want Drake to like be taken down. He's one of my favorite artists, but there is that rumor, and we've discussed it on the podcast like a few times. I think that's the rumor that's probably going to catch up to him eventually. Which one? The one about uh, the, all the, all this is alleged, obviously, but the underage girls like grooming type thing. No, no, man, you'll fuck. You I think that might be the one thing that will you catch him. Babies and you get away with it. It's fine. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> Man, we'll see. I, I obviously I'm not I, like I'm not saying he's done well, it or anything like that. Really I don't think it's gonna happen. From but... fucking the Epstein shit. What? Who who even got caught from the Epstein shit though? What do you mean who got caught? Like no one actually got caught though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, from the Epstein stuff. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Weinstein for some reason. Yeah, I mean, but that was because there were so many high level people involved. They couldn't have any of that. Yeah, come out. Drake's so they ended guy. up getting who's the chick? Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. That's who. Yeah, they're her, her. his friend. That's what I'm saying. She's and the follower. Drake was part of that. He's he's connected in there. He's too smart, man. He has names and numbers and stuff too. Even if he was part of it. So you don't think it's plausible that he could have done this? Because honestly, I do think it is pl- plausible. No. I know, no, not plausible. Uh, I think plausible no. means that he's actually, like, I likely I to do it. 
I do think there's uh, a small chance. Yeah. Okay, but if the, he's that he could have. There's a small chance, but that it will. It would. They would never be able to connect it into it. The guy's just the guy's. Not yeah, yeah. Him. I think he's way too smart for that. There's part. no way he would ever like. He's not fucking like slim thug and those fucking idiots. Like, if, yeah. If, the, no, if if there was some payment, it went through like five different people before. It was a wink, and there's no the like. You know what I mean? Like there there was a smile, and that's it. And like, there's no, <laughs> there a wink and a smile. Yeah, like there's, there's he's just not he's not stupid. Like he's not getting caught up like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like I don't think they I don't think they'd catch him on that either. Yeah, sure. Drake's moving like the way the fucking legally, and then you know so. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to Bell. Let's talk because they've again. No, no, well, I mean, it is coming up in two weeks, but they made a major oh, change. I here. feel like it's every month. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, man. God damn! Like, Yo, like, that might be I, the funniest thing I've heard so far this year. Yeah, I was like, I feel like it's every month. You know? Yeah, like uh, that day's so long for me. Yo, so okay, so here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. This year, they've decided to overhaul how they're doing it. So they're no longer going with the initiative of for, for whoever puts out the hashtag, you're getting the five cents donated anymore. Yeah. They're just simply donating ten million dollars as a lump sum. So uh, I'm going to read from CBC real quick. Bell Canada is overhauling its charitable initiative that supports mental health, replacing a program that saw the company donate five cents every time Canadians use the phrase Bell Let's Talk with a lump sum donation of $10 million. Since its founding in 2010, the Bell Let's Talk initiative has seen the telecom giant donate five cents every time Canadians use Bell Let's Talk, sorry, Bell Let's Talk hashtag on social media or in a text. Over the past 13 years, it has raised more than $129 million for more than 1,400 mental health-related organizations across Canada, helping more than 5 million Canadians in the process, Bell says. Last year, the phrase was used more than 165 million times online on Let's Talk, uh, Bell Let's Talk Day, raising more than $8.2 million. But this year, the company is changing the campaign, replacing the pledge to donate based on the use of the phrase with a promise to donate $10 million instead, regardless of whether anybody texts, tweets, or otherwise uses the phrase on January 25th. So, yeah, they decided to change the initiative. And we know why this is because the past two years, they've had really bad publicity when it comes to this. Um, One being that Bell doesn't allow inmates to be able to make calls or something like that. There's something along the lines where they were charging people to make calls in prisons or something and mm. profiting off of that. So that was already a bad hit for them. And then in 2020, I think it was 2020, maybe it was 2021, but I believe it's 2020 was when it was their big, like one of their biggest backlashes because three weeks before Bell Let's Talk Day, they fired a bunch of people from their company in order to save money. And, and they were making record profits already, but and, they fired more they people have, to make even more money. Go ahead. And say the, Bell Talk's been used tons of times those days to talk about how bad they are to work for when you have mental health problems. Yeah. They're also one of the worst organizations when it comes to mental health. So yeah, they've had tons of bad publicity. So they fired a bunch of people three weeks before Bell It's Talk Day, and then they just went about promoting it the same way. So last year was when people were really on them for all this stuff. And they say they made $8.2 million. Maybe they did because I'm pretty sure there's not, not everyone's on Twitter. So I'm sure there was probably still other social medias where people were really using it. And there's definitely going to be some this year too. People are not going to be smart enough to know that they've changed this program, like that they're going to do a donation. So people are definitely going to still be tweeting. But yeah, all that bad publicity has definitely hurt them because last year was like the least engagement I've ever seen. They were yeah. starting to put out, they were putting out tweets about, like they were making up words about their engagement. They're like, oh, this is the most engaged uh 
program that we've had for Bellet's Talk Day. Like, they were talking about, like, impressions and shit like that. Like, things yeah, yeah. that no one gives a fuck about when it comes to social media stats. Like, they were they were grasping for the most type of big number that they could put out there for Bellet's Talk Day. Because on Twitter, at least, it was definitely a very slow day. Like, people were... A lot, a lot more people were tweeting about how you shouldn't be using the hashtag than people were tweeting about how you yeah. should be using the hashtag. Or people were using it to like mock it too. Like. Yeah. So there was a lot of that. So yeah. this year, they, I, I, they've clearly understood that people don't fuck with them anymore. So they're just going to donate the money directly. Plus, like, which makes there's, sense. There's so many avenues and other people that are like organizations and like mental health, and it gets talked so much on the regular now too as well. And, like, there's other outlets and genuine stuff, too. So it's not, like, that, like, innovative anymore or, like, or that as well. They have had a lot of a lot of bad publicity for years now, too. And it's, I don't know, it's, it, it has become a lot more uh, regular to, to deal with and talk about, too. So, yeah. For sure. But they were the pioneers as a, at least in Canada, as a major corporation. I've yeah. never seen this is the this was one of the this is one of the greatest marketing campaigns ever. Not even just for mental health, just in general. This was an amazing marketing campaign for your brand and for your company. Like you could be one of the worst companies and get this off as a marketing campaign and people would ride with you. But I don't know how they got so bad that they were able to fuck this up. Like to fuck up a a program like this is actually immensely t- like I don't know. You you have to be they are, like Bell is probably one of the worst companies in terms yeah, of some of the stuff they've they done. Fuck it because you're, you're gonna <laughs> fuck it up if you're a huge capitalistic, like you know what I mean. You're gonna get caught for your hypocrisy eventually, um, too. So they just they wrote it for too long. Eventually, you're gonna get gonna get called out on it. You know? Yeah, but it's so bad, man. Like that, like that campaign is so good. Every year, like this year, people are gonna talk about. It. There's gonna be people who are gonna post yeah, Bell Let's Talk Day. And they people won't will always turn on you, like on turn on them and stuff too. Like it's for just, sure. It I, it's it, I think after this year, it's definitely going to die down because now everyone knows about it and they know that they're just going to do the donation. But I'm pretty sure this year, because of just the residue of of how good this campaign is, people are still going to be able to do it. Like they're still going to talk about it and, and do all that shit. Yeah. Like people are still going to promote it. I'm well, definitely going to see people on Instagram promoting this shit. So it was a wild time back back in the day when it was fresh, though. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, it was it was it was great. Like it was a good it was, it was a good start. I used to make some pretty good jokes off of it. It was better too. than my birthday. Was, <laughs> and like you could yeah. literally you could tweet about I would tweet about anything and just throw Bell Let's Talk in there because yeah, I'm like, oh, it's it. going towards a good cause. So I'm like, fuck it. Like Yeah, start of the day, man. And like Kristen Bell. Do- one of my things is Kristen Bell. Like I'd be like, oh Kristen Bell, let's talk. Like people can throw like the darkest shit there. Like I used to wrap my neck with like a, a belt and jerk off and then just sit there and then it's like Bell, let's talk. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. my god, you hero. You're such a fucking hero. Like yeah. you just put out anything out there. It's like, Jesus Christ, that was I don't want to know about that, but yeah. yeah. But I, I kinda want to get into a little bit of the stats before we move on real quick, because I just want to say this. Uh they made about 130 million dollars over 13 years. So that averages to 10 million a year. Um because when they when they came out with this new statement, they're saying that 10 million is the most they've ever donated. But I don't know how true that is because last year they only made $8.2 million. And I would assume that in the first maybe four years, like from 2010 to 2014, I don't think they were pushing $10 million in those years. 
I would think 2010 because 2010 the internet wasn't as big as it as it was. Like I, I think yeah. people would definitely hop on some of the trends because like oh yeah this is trendy and they would do that type of stuff. But I don't think that the internet was big enough for it to make that much money um, in 2010 and 2014. I would probably guess they were making about like five to six million in those four million years. Well, the fact that they're saying that the 10 million is the most that they've ever donated, like that just seems like, I don't know. It just seems like garbage, like jargon to me. Like they're, they're just saving face at that point. I feel like they've made more in other years than they have than the 10 million. Cause last year they only did 8.2. Yeah. But you're saying in 2011, it's that not that many people were using it. In yeah. But I'm, I think, but when it started getting relevant, relevance, 2016, 2017, 2018, uh, okay. They were probably making way hey, more than ten mil. I would, I would assume. What? Should have added that part to it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was going to get to it, but yeah, I was a little bit slow on that. But yeah, I just think they're, they're trying to save face by saying that ten millions are mostly don't. Probably. Like, I mean, it's fucking Bell, man. That's just semantics. Who the fuck? Like, the day that company gets burned down, the country <laughs> will be better off. I mean, it would be in a sense because we'd have better phone plans, but it's not going to happen. They're just way too big of a conglomerate. So. I know. I remember. I remember tweeting about Bell and like being like "fuck them" and stuff, and then Malcolm being like, "What if you work for them one day? Like, take this down." <laughs> he, like, yo, Fuck. he's right though. No lie, he is right because they own a bunch of shit, dog. Yeah, but I'm, I'm and we were in sports journalism, so like, if you said that, that meant you couldn't I'm a get into writer, man. You can't try and stop me. What if you do Martin Luther King? Oh, don't talk about the white man. They might hire you one day, right? Like, <laughs> That's TSN was automatically off of your list of being able to work for from that from that one tweet. You know? Every time, what if you? I'd be, like, I'd be like, I'd be like, pizza, pizza. He's like, what if you work for them? Pizza, man. Every time, like, what if you work for them and stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's actually hilarious because that's that's so Malcolm. Yeah, I know. but saying and, it on pizza pizza is fucking hilarious. Because like, yeah, the, the pizza pizza, pizza yeah, that was that one and that one wasn't that long ago. It was like a year ago. I'm like, <laughs> you haven't taught me in like four years. What's like, where do you come from? What are you? Yeah, what are you saying, Malcolm? Yeah, are you saying and, that I'm only worth being yeah, able to work at pizza pizza? Though, like he actually though, funny enough. Okay, so I'm not burying this man. I'm not burying this man. But we this was like near the end of the program. He was like, we were talking. He's like, listen. I'm gonna be a hundred with you right now. He's like, he's like, I don't believe it. Like, lots of people don't believe it. But he's like, I he work like he's in CBC, knows Bell, all that shit and stuff. He's like, delete all your mental health tweets right now because they're not gonna. And, but like, it wasn't some like you yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. he genuinely believes it. Support he like I'll give it. He always like when I'm like, yo, I'm having like I'm gonna have an episode like. Malcolm was always like there for me and stuff, right? Like, yeah, Malcolm. Malcolm's like your second father type. Yeah, he, like, he's he was, that kind he of was, guy. He was there. He was like, you know, he was supportive of the mental health shit and was always whatever. But like, this is what this is how we know it's fake, though. He's like, cuz like CBC Bell, all that. If they see that shit, they're not hiring. They're not hiring you. Yeah, yeah he's right. You though. Know I mean? This is this was 2018. <laughs> like, this is the peak of Bell. Let's talk shit. So, uh, and, and Malcolm say a lot of things, whatever, but he knows what's up, the hiring process, like all of that, how those companies work and stuff. And he's like, take those down when we're about to start applying for shit and stuff. Yeah. Like that too. So that's why, you know, like they, like these companies, they can find any reason not to hire you. And they say, they won't ever say it's mental health, but that's just, just be warned. <laughs> but it's there. your mental health. Yeah, exactly. Can't rely on a journalist who can't like, yeah, <laughs> who can't focus. Uh, oh man all right let's move on um 
I don't know. Do you want to talk about Andrew Tate? I don't really have much to say about it because I don't know what's really going on with him. Yeah, you've been gone the last two weeks, and that's when I just know he got. I know he got arrested for some sex ring or something like that. Yeah, and then I honestly just man, it goes back to like we already talked about this. Like young men and some men just have such a warped view of women. (laughs) So do you, man? How do I? I I know what your last your last twelve to fifteen DMs in my inbox have been insane. But <laughs> first of all, those are, it. those are DMs about women who <laughs> deeply, deeply loved me. Okay, like there's like that's that's oh, I man. know what they want. All right, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. No, <laughs> those are interpersonal relationships. Right, that doesn't count. Uh, but like it's but just yeah. it's yeah. Now you fucking threw me off. I have a very good point. Uh, just the way they like look at it and say, it just it, it it it's putting it's putting guys, young men and stuff on a bad path. Like this idea that guys think that like they have to women want certain things and stuff like that. Like that that idea of like money and big dick type stuff is like the only thing that matters. Like it's TV movie comical bullshit. Like to get a girl, you know what I mean? And people are actually like young teenagers and stuff are actually starting to like believe that and that's how like relationships work and that men of only value have to like be rich and just have such an unhealthy idea of what a relationship should should look like and stuff and he contributes this and the, and the thing is this guy's a fucking nerd man like i can't believe people like the way he talks and looks and everything i can't believe like people even look up to this dude or like take what he says serious and he's honestly he's just another like donald trump like he's he knows what he he's just saying shit to get a rise and get popularity and somehow like i don't he went from nothing a year ago to when he got arrested a week ago he was i've never seen as many headlines about one person like there's more shit than when the queen died and stuff like reddit every single one every single comment thing had to do with him twitter too and this guy's a nobody like he's a podcaster who fucking talk shit about women and stuff and he somehow turned himself into like the most famous person in the world at that moment so i don't know it's just a reflection of everything that's wrong in society not to sound like a fucking boomer yeah he also got big off of being banned from social medias as well too like that was something else that boosted his yeah and these guys are purposely getting banned too so they can say i don't know if they're purposely doing they are they know they know what they're doing and they're they're doing so they can say this whole they can ride the cancel culture like yeah yeah the matrix is against them type i know for a fact some people are like that have done that and so i'm not saying everyone but i know lots of it has been tactical like that's their move and they already know where they're going to go to next when they get banned. Yeah, but I would I agree that some people are, I would agree that some people definitely do that. But I don't necessarily think that in his situation what happened at the time that he got banned because what he said when he got banned wasn't necessarily breaking any kind of terms <laughs> of service on any of the platforms. They just decided to ride with the idea that oh, he was being way too misogynistic and people were saying that they didn't want him on the platform anymore so they just deplatformed him. So in that situation, I think it was uh, it wasn't he wasn't breaking any really terms of service. It was just 
it was just yeah, yeah maybe I don't, I, it was just I don't a lot of people talking I'm about him. Trying to, I, like I just but, I've been trying to not follow because like why the fuck would I care? Like it just yeah, and that's what that's the thing with a lot of this shit. It's like why the fuck does anyone I, care about any of I this? Can't like, believe it, though. It's like, so wild. The people like insane amount of like people you never like like people like Malcolm were fucking like oh, I don't know what this Andrew Tate guy is like what the fuck? Like, Wait, I he tweeted know. about that? No, but I'm saying like um. the equivalent of like these people. Oh, like, okay, people, equivalent. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, like just like so. just like old like they're just like oh Andrew Tate like I don't know and all this stuff and then consp- and then all these like conspiracies and like all this shit and here's the craziest thing to me there there's multiple clips where this guy. He's at the time 35 years old, right? I don't care about any of this other shit. He's talking about how much and how he talked he, on a clip about fucking an underage girl, 15, 16 year old. And then he's said multiple other times about like how he wants a 15 or 16 year old. At the end of the day, how can you watch this and then ever bring up this man or defend him in any way? Like even like, you know what I mean? It's just like, bro, you see a clip of him talking about he's 35 years old, talking about fucking 16 year olds and stuff. And, in my mind, this guy's out. We're done. Don't bring him up to me. Don't, like, I'm not talking about it. I don't fucking, even if the deep fucking government got to him, I don't care because he's a guy who <laughs> likes to fuck 15 and 16-year-olds. That's not the man I'm standing up for. And yet yeah. there'll be people on, like, you know, like, oh, uh, they got to him and stuff. And, like, there's a YouTube clip of him clearly saying he wants to fuck a 16-year-old. Like, let's go fucking fight for some other injustice. Like, it's crazy people want to put their energy to Andrew Tate. Like, there's people in prison for all the wrong reasons. Like you said, Bell is charging callers from prison tens of dollars or whatever and stuff. Like, let's 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 get together and fight this shit, not fucking Mr. I fuck 16-year-olds. Yeah. I think it's – there's two things that there's the people who are going to defend him no matter what because – they kind of find an identity with him as well too. Like they identify with what he also believes and stuff. And then there's people, there's people who probably haven't seen that clip either though, whereas I think they wouldn't necessarily like, like if they no, saw it, maybe they might change their mind. Maybe they wouldn't, sure. but I feel like there's a bunch of people who probably haven't seen it. Cause I never saw that clip either. Yeah, no, I know. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Before you're going out there fucking being like free the man, like know what the fuck's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. I don't know. I feel like, there, there. So here's the thing. There's a lot of people on the because no one's no one's absolved from being perfect or whatever. So there's a lot of people on the internet who are like people find them and they agree with some of the stuff they say and then they ride with them for that. But then later on, there comes like some of the bad stuff that they've said in the past and then they get victimized for it. So then they're like, oh well, I've already made my choice in that. It, yeah, I it accepted. goes. Like every, everyone's got a good and a bad, and people are choosing the good side sometimes and then. You it know, goes back to what we used to talk about on the other podcast. Like, people can't be wrong, and this applies to people too. Like, they'll be like, "Oh, I was riding for him. All this terrible stuff came out, but I can't turn." Oh, back. Oh yeah, yeah. They can't say you yeah. They can't mean? turn like, back. With me, it's yeah. like I've supported some really fucked up people, and like when I find out, it's like, "Ooh, okay, I was wrong," and stuff like that too. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's like. Yeah, so, but, like, for so many people, they can't, their body, their mind doesn't allow them to do this. And, like, it's, that's, like, for that Andrew Tate, you see some of it or whatever, and they can't, no matter what happens, though, they can't reverse on it. You know yeah. what I mean? And Another thing so is, too, a lot of people got to just don't say it then. Like, there's some things you don't have to come out and, like, say that you do. Like, you don't have yeah, to share no, every like, single thing that you do. There's there's some people you can support, and you can support them in silence. You don't have to support them outwardly. I know. Like, but even for All me, like, time, it's fun, like, so. for, like, okay, when that Tory shit came out, 
Like I was like, I don't. Okay. E- I can't even imagine what Twitter was like that day. I I was oh, off, and I was oh, like, yeah, I'm so glad around. I did not see any of that. Okay, I know so that then, was a shit show. But then it kind of turned out like it went from like whole oh, shit, but we were only getting tweets. So I was like, man, maybe this Tory is innocent. Blah blah blah. But then like I actually like whatever read the like case, and then all this stuff was like, okay, this nigga for sure shot at feet or whatever. And I have no problem being like sure like put him in jail now like you know what i mean like for a while i was like oh my god this tory is innocent blah 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 but like people were losing it on twitter man like yeah i could not imagine I, I, like, I knew it was probably a shit show it on was that day. In, people are unhinged unhinged people okay and, like, i could tell was, from the way i was reading it before i like i knew when when the verdict came out no matter what happened some shit was gonna go down like i i understand how they got him like they got him on the charges but I don't think you. We, we still don't know that he was one who shot it. There was just a gun that happened to get shot off. But yeah, they got him on the charge because it was like he still did shoot. Um, what do you call it? Like unlawfully. Like he unlawfully discharged a weapon. So like, yeah. regardless of how it happened, he still did do that. So that's what they ended up getting him on. So but all and, it like, was is some. That's not, like, that's not a discussion you can have on Twitter. So I knew that that was not drunk happen. fucking idiots. And then people were turning it into like fucking. Like Obama was there, and he told like motherfuckers. I do that shit was so facing wild. consequences of stupidity, and yeah. then it turned into like black men are being attacked, and so like it's just like what the fuck, man. I'm like, so glad I wasn't on that day, bro. Oh, I knew, it was I, you because it, it was such a nuanced case. There's no way you could have a logical debate on Twitter of all places to be able to have a proper uh, discussion about what happened. Like there was it no was, way was, that was gonna happen. It was crazy. And the worst, though, the worst thing is to see... Yo, there's motherfuckers. The funniest, there's a tweet that blew up and stuff. Someone was, like... Someone was breaking down the case. And they're like, oh, like, are you a lawyer and stuff? And he's like... And and he, he's like, no, but I've watched every season of How to Get Away with Murder. And this motherfucker was serious, though. And Twitter ate them up so bad. Oh, man. Okay. They, no, they were... But they're like, they're like, yeah, no, but, like, I really followed How to Get Away with Murder and stuff. So, like, I know, like, Viol- like said her name and stuff. And people were like, wait, wait, you're, you're serious and stuff? Like, every person turned into a lawyer on Twitter. And it was yeah. nuts, man. It was nuts. People were copying and pasting, like, things from the law and stuff like that, too. And it was just... I was like, oh my god! It was. It was I insane. do wish I got to see some of the funny tweets, though. That, that would have been. Hard. Oh yeah, it was I'm fun. sure there's some people who were flying, like letting some of the funny. You would have died at the Twitter, the lawyer one, man. This, this yeah, that's that. Like, when you said that, crazy. I was like, that's the one I really wish I saw. That's crazy. I know people that's crazy that someone could think that way. That's how I know we're so far gone. The oh, yeah, normal yeah. person <laughs> thought they could be a lawyer because they just watched the show. And the thing is, to- though, those people aren't. Those people aren't inherently crazy. It's the internet that just makes them That's be able to. Though. It just That's allows you to say stuff like that. Because, like, once you unplug from the internet, you realize, like, oh, shit. Like, none that of that stuff is, like, real friends. life. Like, they're probably like, in college somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's just so crazy, though. That, like, you can just become so disconnected in one part of life. Yeah. It's, it's wild. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. I mean, it sucks. His career is over. It's a wrap for him. But. Yeah. See, I mean, like, I, what like what I know I would, we're not even going to guesstimate here because I was like, what kind of time do you think he's actually getting? Because I really oh yeah, um, I think he'll probably do. I think he'll probably do like five. Bro, five can to you ten. imagine though, like throwing your life away for shit like that? No, like you're you get to enjoy. You Dude, he was he was he was killing at that point too. 
quarantine radio was one of the yeah. biggest things during the pandemic. He was rolling with that. He was dropping fire music. His music was setting it off. And then at the same time, too, this guy is smashing Meg Thee Stallion, one of yeah. the biggest artists. Five four niggas do not smash women like Meg Thee Stallion. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, some of them do. Universe, shout, bro. shout out to little Duval. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then he was about to smash Kylie Jenner, like a billionaire, like one of the baddest chicks that people would say on the internet as well, too. So, like, your life is peak at that point. So, for all that to go the way that it's gone now, like, I don't know. I could not imagine. That's, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, Thug's going to do life. Yeah, I don't know what the situation was that, other than, like, like, apparently I, everyone's... I just, all the other guys took pleas and shit. Commercials, you, can, you can pick up and go anywhere you want. If you're living a life where you can pick up and go anywhere you want, do not ever commit... A, like, if you have a life... Yeah, like don't that, do anything stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. there's nothing worth it because it sucks here. It sucks to be poor. So if you can live a life where you can just pick up, and now you're going to live a life way worse than mine. You're going to be in bar cells eating Cheetos and fucking noodles. Like, that's crazy to me. On top of living with the regret of where you were prior to that, and then... Yeah, like, prison must be even worse when you've had the high life before. Yeah. I mean, they got cell phones in there now, so it's not... <laughs> it's not the, it's not the absolute. So, imagine Tori's going to prison now, like, and you're just like, it's not so bad, man. They got they got cell phones. Hey, I mean, the 90s, they didn't have that shit. Yeah. Like, they weren't able to do that. Now, yo, they're make, they be making TikToks in prison. Like, I know, have you seen those guys on there? I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I know. So, oh, we're going to get a Tori album from inside, <laughs> like, just off of a phone. Oh, man. Uh, do you, yo, do you see about this story about the Tennessee cop who had sex with a bunch Five of dudes? Yeah, yeah, four dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, that story is so wild though because it started when I was first reading it. I was like, yo, what's wrong with this? Like, why, why is she going to jail? There's nothing wrong with that. And then it turns out that it was while she was on duty, and I was like, oh, okay, like this is where it starts to go left. But the craziest thing is, it's like <laughs> this girl was absolutely wild, bro. Not only was she like giving head to dudes whilst um whilst they were uh working working yeah but on top of it she's like she was like she kissed some other guy's wife or some shit um she was claiming that they were in a, like she was in an open relationship with her husband and her husband was not in an open relationship <laughs> um she smashed she smashed uh Patrick Magliocco I think he's Italian I guess on multiple occasions um patrol officer hold on what's this dude what did he do so okay then there's another person she met at the hotels or at his home that's who she was hooking up with the other guy oral sex in the hall department's gym whilst on duty and then <laughs> the last dude he denied it so much but then eventually he had to confess that he got uh oral head from her whilst on duty so at first I was like, oh man, like yeah, this story's not that crazy. But then she was like going wild, bro. Like she was like fucking them everywhere. Oh yeah. And like listen, I don't go fuck. All right. I, like, have you seen what she looks like? Oh my god. Why would you throw away your life for that? Like, <laughs> well, I actually can't even stare at her for like longer than two seconds, bro. Like, if I I, I will never be down that bad, okay? Like this girl looks like a fucking milk carton. That's it. Like, she had no, just like a flat face, like barely eyebrows there, and just like the weirdest shaped face. Like, she looked like a fucking <laughs> bag of milk. All right? Like, I don't even know what was going on there. So it's imagine, a milk. Like, like imagine te- teaming up for this. Like, I-, I would be the one cop there, but bros, really? Like, this, this, like, 
someone had to be the fucking level-headed one and be like, are we really getting excited to, like, how down bad? It's the thrill, though. I can understand why they got caught up. It's the thrill. (laughs) I've had the thrill of many things, and that won't be enough. Like, Well, for some guys, it is, though. She could have came with a bag of heroin, and that thrill wouldn't have been big (laughs) enough. Like, I just, no, man. Like, I just... Oh, oh! I would, I would honestly swallow a bullet. Like if my, if everyone knew I was doing that and that was my life, and I, you Google my name and it comes up, it's me and her. This, then I, I'm, I'm done. My life's over. I'm restarting the button. Like that's just crazy. Yeah, the story, the story was actually wild, man. Yeah, she just, like just she was smashing dudes everywhere. Imagine being her husband though, too. Oh yeah, he's uh going through it right that's now. The biggest L taker of the year. And no one will And it's twenty. It. It's only the first. No it's only like the first five days of twenty twenty three. I challenge anyone to find them the next year. And I yeah, I don't think any. Him. I don't think any story is going to beat him for now. Yeah, I don't care, man. <laughs> oh, you know what else we quickly, quickly missed is were we were the R Kelly album drop. Oh yeah, that was before. Yeah, that was right before we left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you Banger. listen to it? <laughs> yeah, oh my banger, my man. The guy is a psycho, an absolute <laughs> psychopath. But he is, you forget how talented that man is. See, this, this, when I said, when I said some people, you shouldn't outwardly say that you, <laughs> that you. I don't, I, I, just, I, I downloaded that shit illegally. <laughs> I didn't support him, but like, and the, the, the lyrics were insane. He was blaming everyone else and shit. He's like, well, she shouldn't have been 16. Like, what? Like, <laughs> Just, Yo, this guy's he, crazy, man. Yeah, it was crazy, but oh, I don't man. support. Yeah, I, I, I posted on online, and people were like co- trying to come at me. And <laughs> yeah, of course like, they were. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "I illegally downloaded. I didn't support shit. All right, I just wanted to hear what it sounded like. Like, be gone. All right, I'm trying man. To all to like literally almost every older artist has something that they've done that's fucked up, and like, we yeah, they're they're all shit, fucked, man. man. Like, exactly. It's Hollywood, bro. Like. <laughs> You separate but, the art from the artist. I mean, in his situation, I can I can understand when people are like, "Oh, I'm never going to listen to him." That's fine. Like, I get that. I understand it 100. percent But you got to understand that not everyone's going to take that stance. There's some people who are just like they just love an artist so much, no matter what they do, they're still going to listen to that music. But, okay, but he's in jail too. So wouldn't that money just be going to like the people who he owes money to? Uh, apparently now I think so because he does owe money. Like before he went to jail, he was. Yeah. He he was like down bad. Like he lost a ton of money. So oh, I don't know sure. what the situation is with what he receives and what he doesn't, but I would assume that he's still not profiting off of his money. Oh yeah, and one of the funniest parts is how he admits that he can't read, which is obviously sad. But like it was just like I can't read. Like it's like what, man? Like oh But would you man. want his career not with all the bag not with all the baggage and bad stuff? Would you want his career and be that successful and not be able to read? Enough, like, enough. I think about this, like I, Floyd I Mayweather, like that type of shit. No, I honestly like I, the shame of not being able to read is so huge to me. I don't think I'd trade it for millions. Really? Eh? Okay. Like if I can, if you would, if I, I was allowed to go learn to read, fine. But if I, you said I could never read for the rest of my life, fuck no. Yeah, at that age too, like you're not really gonna sit down and try and like because it's so embarrassing. Like who are you gonna ask? Like yeah, like can you teach that's me to read? Crazy to me, like that. It is. It, it honestly is, but it, there's sad. obviously a story there's, behind it. Yeah, there's like a story behind them. it. Like, you've been yeah. failed if you can't read. It's not your fault. Like exactly. Like that's something you should have learned when you were younger. It's not like yeah, it's it wasn't crazy, up to you. Like, so I, I've always known that about R. Kelly. He's always been like he's a great music writer, but he can't read. And I was like, how the fuck does that even work? Um, but the way he just like draw, he was like 
he admitted to some shit and then he's like but i can't read like <laughs> i can't be that bad i don't know how to read <laughs> i might i might have to check out this album yeah it's wild man email, email it to me i went back yeah i went back and listened to like if i'm a if i was a girl remix and stuff too and then like boy like that man can go off just like those remit with the like the go getter too with like jeezy and like when he does those like bar uh, yeah yeah guy's a talented man yeah it's unfortunate free him <laughs> that's where we're gonna end this podcast yo. Oh. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening as always you can give us a like continue to rate review subscribe on all major streaming platforms i barely remember how to say this shit uh we're on itunes soundcloud spotify google play i gotta open this up oh my god Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Reasons FM, and now iHeartRadio. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. To the Middle East. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.